Hello and welcome to the Gagan Press podcast, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be talking about all things Liverpool. And today, it's time to review the first game of the Premier League season 2020-2021. My name is Andrew Headspeeth, and with me today, as always, is my topist of top reds. He's been linked with a move to Barcelona, as there's only one left on his one year left on his contract. It is, of course, Mr. Alex Purdy. Perds, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, mate. Very well. We won, and uh, and that's all that matters on opening day. Yeah, very much so. Uh, let's get straight into it then. Liverpool 4, Leeds 3. It was an absolute thriller, as you might have expected from a uh, the first ever Klopp-Bielsa showdown. Um, it was obviously one for the neutrals, top of the billing on match of the day. Were you happy with the performance? I was happy with most of the performance. Um, I thought the attack were on fire, uh, specifically Mo Salah, but we'll come on to him. Yep. I thought the midfield did well. Uh, Genie sort of had one of his ghost Naldon performances, but <laughs> oh, I, um, I don't think it was too bad. But then, yeah, defence was basically all over the shop. But it's first game back. Leeds were going to be, this is their like World Cup final. They're going to be you know all over us. Um, and we still managed to win. So, yeah. Overall, happy with the performance. What about you? Yeah, I think as you say, like with the opening games of the season, it is such a it's such a weird one. I remember, like in the pre-Klopp era, that it was always just that Liverpool never won on opening day. And I remember us playing like Sheffield United and loads of other like sort of <laughs> games that you expected to win at Anfield and never actually getting a win, and it was always really frustrating. Uh, but sort of particularly in the last few years under Klopp, that's 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 changed, which is really nice because you want to. Because you always go into a season so hopeful when everyone's still on on zero points, and you think, okay, this is it. You got to get off to a good start. And if you do lose or draw, then it, it sort of really takes the wind out of you. So I was just happy to get any any kind of uh, well to get the three points. That was the main thing. Uh, Leeds did look quite good. I thought going forward, I've seen some people sort of slagging them off a bit on online and saying that they just they look like they're going to concede too easily. But I think, like you say, the first game of the season is such a lottery. Everything's so weird and up in the air and particularly yeah. this season where we've come like straight off the back of last season the pre-season's been a bit uh, messed up and haven't had really a chance for for new players to to bed in and all that kind of stuff so um from their perspective I, I wouldn't be too worried about it although obviously both sides looked like they had a few defensive issues so I was going to talk to you a little bit about that well from the Liverpool side anyway um Van Dyke, couple of uh, couple of errors from him. Is it time to uh, to sell him and uh, go for somebody else now? What? <laughs> what? Have you seen something on Twitter? Are they in meltdown over Virgil? Uh, actually, to be fair, I haven't seen that. But no, we were only we're only ever about three games away from that actually happening. <laughs> so I wouldn't. I, uh, yeah. I can never see that happening. No, it's look again. First day nerves. Um, it was arrogant. He has done it a couple of times now. So maybe he does need to. You know focus a bit more because um, you know there was that season where he could just do that all the time and it would just come off but now he's just getting a bit arrogant I guess um, but you know I trust in him he's still the best in the world by by far yeah I in mean, defence by the way oh in defence yeah I mean yeah. any position really probably <laughs> um, and what do you think what do you think make of Gomez alongside him as well is that would you like to see uh, Joel Matip come back into that that pairing, maybe just to ch- change things up a bit? Because 
Uh, really, Liverpool didn't get a clean sheet in any of their last five games of um, at the end of last season. They started by conceding three goals at home uh, this season. They only conceded 16 at home in all of last season, so it's almost a quarter of all their goals from Anfield last season already in the first game of the season. Um, is that anything to be worried about? No, look, there's there's so many stats. I, I remember the start of last season, every game we played was 2-1, a couple of 3-1s, <laughs> and then Gomez comes back in and we get like 10 clean sheets in a row. So it's like, look, <laughs> whoever partners him, Matip or Gomez, they're going to do a decent job. And I, I trust in Gomez. He's quite clearly England's best centre-back. I know that bar is quite low, yeah. but still. <laughs> <laughs> tallest, tallest dwarf. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. So... Stick with him because we need to have a solid back five, um, and it, chopping and changing it worries me. Yeah, I'm 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 completely the same. But I I do I really like Gomez. I think he's I think he's terrific. Uh, but yeah, I, it is. Um, well, I was going to say it is a little bit worrying to concede that many goals. But I was, I was looking at the start of last season, and Liverpool uh, actually only kept two clean sheets in their first ten last season. I know <laughs> Allison was out for for most of that. But it wasn't like that we started last season either with like oh, this this incredible bedrock. It was something that that we ground out these wins and then grew into those performances later and sort of came around December where we got like six or seven clean sheets in a row. Uh, but yeah, I think as you say, just getting the win is the most important thing. Yeah, if actually, it's, if it's yeah. An exciting game, then great. <laughs> Even that's, better. That's fun for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, so. on that. So when it you know we've shown we can win ugly again, and. Uh, yeah. The 17-18 season, the first game was three-three Watford. But, and oh, yeah. We, yeah, and we yeah, played Salah's horrendously. Yeah, scored obviously because he scored mm. four times in a row on opening day for us. Um, but yeah, three-three, we played ugly and didn't win. Now we're playing ugly and we won still because we did it. We've done it for three years in a row now, basically. So yeah. look, and was, ca- everyone was on Twitter needs to calm down. Yeah, just generally, not even you know <laughs> Liverpool Twitter or football Twitter. Just just people on Twitter in general need to yeah. uh, need to calm down. Um, okay, well then moving forward, then uh, Mohamed Salah got his hat trick. As you said, it's his uh, fourth opening day in a row of scoring mm. uh, for Liverpool. Uh, he's got how many goals? Is it a hundred million already for Liverpool? Um, <sighs> Lost count. This, yeah, I saw some people. I think it was. Um, be in sports or somebody asking uh, Van was it Van Dyke after the game where they they asked him about Salah and said is this him returning to his best after dropping form and he really seemed to sort of like take offence to that and yeah. saying that like there hasn't been a drop in form it's only the media sort of saying these things I'm I'm paraphrasing obviously but that was the tone um, do you think with Salah there is this kind of this thing where it's just become this normalised brilliance almost where. He did so well in the first season. He obviously broke the goals record for a 38-game season with, with 32. It was previously only only 31. Um, and then he got golden boot again in the second season, but the, scored, uh, you know, 10 fewer goals. And then last season got 19. Still Liverpool's top scorer. Um, but there is sort of a, a slight drop-off every time. Whereas if he'd been scoring, you know, 15 to 19 for the last three seasons, you, you'd think, bloody hell, he's just a really yeah. good player. But because he set his own standards so high, that I think uh, people are starting to talk about this as if as if there's some sort of, you know, failure here. But I don't think there there really is at all. And I think we just need to appreciate him for what he is, which is you know, Liverpool's biggest goal threat and an absolutely magnificent forward player. I don't know what you think about that. Well, is that well? Yeah. I mean, if you're scoring 32 Premier League goals and breaking the record for 
you know, goal scoring in a season, of course mm. you're going to have um, a drop in form because you can't maintain that. So yeah, it's fair to say he's had a drop in form, but that doesn't still mean he's one of the best, if not the best attacker in the league. And yeah, you know, it was frustrating at times last season because you could see he was desperate for the golden boot. But against Leeds, his all-round game was, you know, almost up there with the best in the world. And that was sort of the levels he was reaching in 17-18. So it's quite exciting to see him at that level again. And I think he will maintain it. Because last last season, that goes way over the bar. Because you snatch at it because he's so desperate. But he just looked so focused against Leeds. Yeah, I mean, I still think sort of four times out of five or nine, nine times out of ten that does go over the bar but yeah he hit that so beautifully it's so it was so like straight and true and just yeah. the angle of it and everything it was just bizarre and you saw um the leads keeper just sort of diving at it in this almost he like, was scared to get to it yeah he just sort of just like flung himself towards it but not really going for it not with his arms with his shoulder yeah <laughs> um yeah so more of that please Alec. but i don't know there's just something about him maybe it's maybe it's the new hair but he just looks like that. he's focused yeah he just looks he looks focused, he looks sharp, he looks ready for the season. I'm sort of, I'm quietly hopeful of a really yeah. big season. Do you remember when David I mean, Silva shaved his head? And it was like, oh, yeah, that... fuck, he, he means it this season. And he did, you know, yeah, was... perform outstandingly. Maybe that's the same kind of weird though, wasn't it? It was kind of like a Lex Luthor kind of vibe. For Silva. <laughs> yeah, that one's weird. Much I quite much. like Salah's hair. Smart. Yeah, no, I like it as well. I think like he was getting sort of, I did like the big hair as well, but it's getting kind of dishevelled and he just, he just looks, he looks old. He looks more like an elite forward now, doesn't he? I don't know, yeah. it's just something like sort of sharp and <laughs> business-like about it. Um, but yeah, if he gets 20 goals this season, then terrific. But I just, I have a feeling that he might sort of go, go big again this season. Um, yeah, mid-20s or higher. Yeah. Yeah, well up for that. Um... <laughs> Leeds then what do you think about what do you think about Leeds then this season are they going to be I mean the first game of last season obviously Liverpool played Norwich 1-4-1 um I think people looked at that game and actually thought that Norwich played reasonably well at the time um and then obviously everything went downhill pretty fast for them uh Leeds put a bit more of a fight uh maybe on another day Liverpool would have won more comfortably without the uh, defensive errors but do you see signs that they're going to be uh, sort of back to the way that they were before of being a sort of an established old traditional Premier League club? Or you think they're going to be involved in a, in a relegation battle this season? Look, they'll be absolutely fine, but they're not going to do a Wolves and finish seventh in their first season up because of their because of their style of play. You know, they, they do press so high and leave space in behind. Um, I guess the reason why they conceded three against us, though, is because they were playing you know, debutants at centre-back who gives away a pen and it's like your first game in the Premier League, you know, you yeah. expect issues. Um, two two debutants gave away penalties as well. Yeah, well, yeah. one's a striker, so I'll let him off. But, um, yeah. yeah, defensive issues will be ironed out over the season. Um, but they won't do a Wolves because of the way they play. So I'm guessing around 10th for them. But yeah, is impressed. It, is it nice? Is it nice having them back? It's sort of a team I always remember growing up watching. And it, well, it like a big game Liverpool is. It was a big game. I'm uh, 21 years of age, so don't remember them ever <laughs> being in the Premier League. To be fair, Bloody so having them back is not is not a thing for me. That is depressing. What is the first season of Premier League? What is the first Liverpool season you to, remember? Like, the, remember? The one before Torres came in. 06? 06. Oh my God! So you don't actually remember Istanbul? No, I was asleep. No, my dad came in my room. He was like, oh my God, we're down 3-0 at half time. I was like, ah, I was asleep. Don't know. Didn't care. 
That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, 95, 96. So, yeah. Christ. Slightly older than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving oh, on. Uh, <laughs> quick... <laughs> moving on quickly from uh, just how old I am. Uh, okay, so mandatory discussion of signings then. Is there anything in that performance that made you think that Liverpool uh, need to spend a bit more? Okay, if we if we put aside the fact that probably they're not going to, that FSG don't have the money or they don't want to spend the money, uh, was there anything in that performance that made you think, hmm, we, we need something extra here? Um... It's not Thiago, and it's not a fourth-choice centre-back. It's probably uh, someone to bring competition to Firmino because mm. he, he had such a good opportunity, and he just, I don't know what, he he, went, he shot the other side of the goal, which was blocked, whereas the other half was, was completely free, if you remember that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I kind of agree. I almost think that there's, there's almost space for, and it probably would have been uh, Werner or somebody like this, to almost play... If you're going to adapt the system for for different games, you could almost play Firmino behind and then put uh, a sort of central striker ahead of him uh, with with Mane and Salah out wide as well. Again, that would probably be only something you do in in home games against lesser opposition. But it just looked like sometimes he was a bit possibly too deep. He's he's very good at linking up uh, Mane and Salah. But yeah, like you said, with that with that one chance where he really snatched at it, and he just doesn't look like the kind of uh, centre forward that's going to get. Yeah. I just feel like really? most strikers in the league, you know, even your Burnleys, etc. You know, Jay Rodriguez puts that way. You know, yeah, and we saw, don't even uh, have that. Yeah, I saw Raúl Jiménez uh, last night for Wolves as well. Oh, yeah, he just what a finish! Like, yeah. Such a player. Right. In that we've got we've got no one in the number nine position that can do that, and maybe no. we do need that. Um, it's not, you know, I'm not. Brian Brewster. <laughs> well, you know, he looks like he's off for twenty mil to wherever. Yeah, that's a shame. I'm, I'm, I'm quite gutted about that. As you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a big champion of, of Brewster. Mm. Uh, you know, penalty shootout miss aside, I think he it would yeah, have been nice to see him get minutes this season. Uh, but if they are going to send, I hope it's with a buyback clause, or I would prefer a loan. But I, I get that they do need to to raise some some capital. Um, as long as we because re- we do need to replace. A striker. So if we're using that 20 mil for a striker, then that's fine. You know, as you say, as long as it's with a buyback clause, because he could, you know, go on to become something elite. Mm, indeed. Indeed. Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break there. And when we come back, we'll be talking about, uh, well, we're we'll looking ahead to the weekend and the big one against Chelsea. Okay, so uh, we're back and uh, straight into the action again this weekend with uh, Chelsea. It's away, isn't it? Perth? Yeah, it's away, Stamford Bridge. Okay, so away at Stamford Bridge. It's going to be, you know, it's a it's a big test already. We've got a few big tests coming up uh, at the start of the season, and Chelsea is obviously the first one. Uh, did you watch uh, the Blues in action last night against uh, Brighton? I did. Um... They looked similar to last season. I know they didn't play Thiago Silva or Chilwell. Uh, Ziyech and Pulisic are injured. Um, yeah. But the the glaring obvious change was Werner's uh, pace running in behind, which could be a massive mm. issue for us. Yes. I did think it was quite amusing that after everything that happened this summer and all the talk, they came up with pretty much exactly the same back five <laughs> as they had last season. But yeah, obviously that will change with Silva and, and Chilwell and, and there's going to be a new keeper coming in 
I think pretty imminently, judging by uh, Kepa's performance last night again. Yeah, who uh, is that? Is that Oblak or is that Dead in the Water? No, they said it's going to be. Yeah, I, think, I don't think Oblak's going to go there. But um, Edward Mendy, who's the uh, Ren goalkeeper, he's a Senegal international. I, to be honest with you, I know absolutely nothing oh, about him, God. but it seems is that like a good they're signing on him. <laughs> well, hopefully not. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he won't be in time for our game, will it? Well, no. As long as Kepa have... plays, then we'll be fine. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you that Werner looked pretty sharp and him coming in off the left side as well. I think they might be sort of using, uh, I just thought they were very sort of left-sided focused, uh, last night. And I think mm. that might be something, a bit of a worry with, with, uh, like honing in on Trent Alexander-Arnold if he's going to be pushing forward. So that's going to be something that they're going to well, look into. I trust Trent fully, you know, he had a terrible opening game but other than you know the whole of last season to go by will that will be absolutely fine yeah i feel like constantly in these big games we're talking about whether trent is ready defensively for these for these uh for these kind of opposition and then every time he he pretty much delivers or, yeah. or at least doesn't get exposed so maybe it's maybe we're at the point now we, we stop need to to worrying about him defensively uh, but yeah, it will definitely it will definitely be a big test. And if if Werner scores, I'm going to be absolutely devastated. But um, <laughs> I still think when you look at the the game at the end of last season, which was only what uh, two months ago, when was, was that? it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was July, <laughs> end of July. Um, yeah, and okay, uh, when they brought on Pulisic in the second half, they looked like a completely different team. But Liverpool still won that quite comfortably, and that was in the period after Liverpool had already been crowned champions and were basically you know just having a massive party for the last five games of the season so yeah. even in that game Liverpool sort of looked comfortably better than Chelsea so I think it's going to take a lot uh, for Chelsea to uh, to win this game um, but to be honest with you I would pr- I would probably take a draw here at this stage of the season oh, I every point seems to matter already um, <laughs> I know I know I will, no I'd be disappointed with a draw because we we, we beat them well, we beat them last year. So if we're drawing now, we'd go. You know, they're catching up. That's true. But Cater will smash right. one from outside the box again. Props. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, do you think that we need to to change anything up tactically in terms of personnel? Like, who would you who would you put out for the game then on on Sunday? Is there anything you do to sort of counter Chelsea's strengths? Um, I would bring Fabinho back in because. I just think yeah. we look more balanced with a proper DM and I prefer Henderson further forward. And also when he came on, he won the penalty and basically won us the game. So why not? Why not? Yeah, OK. I, I pretty much agree with that. I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else that I would... Well, Matip, probably... as we discussed. I wouldn't. Yeah. But... No, I mean, I probably wouldn't. I'm pretty happy with... I think Gomez has got the, the pace, maybe, particularly to deal with, with some of their attacking threats. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm just delighted that Pulisic is not going to be playing because he's <laughs> such a he's such a good player, or he looked like it, particularly in the last season. That I think that's that's a real win for Liverpool to to not have to deal with him. Um, but yeah, if Salah continues his form, then yeah, um, I'm quietly confident. But again, as I say, I'll take that point. Yeah. So who but will play won't... on the left? Was Mount coming off the left? I couldn't really tell. Or was it was it I Werner it last night? Lost... I think it started with Loftus Cheek. I think. But um, Oof, and then Mount yeah, more well. centrally, and then yeah, and then Vern is the only worry. Right. I think Havertz needs time to settle into the league still, so I can't see him being too much of a danger against us. Touchwood. 
Yeah, well, let's hope so. <laughs> and we will, uh, we will see what happens. And, of course, we'll be uh, back next week to, to review that game, hopefully with another three points. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's pretty much all we've got time for this week. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. Um, please feel free to drop us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and that would be very much appreciated. Subscribe if you haven't already and you've enjoyed what you heard. We will be back again next Tuesday to discuss the fallout of the Chelsea game and Mohamed Salah's next hat-trick. And, uh, yeah, say goodbye, Perds. Goodbye. We'll see you next time. And it's goodbye from me. See you next week. <laughs>